0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 79, Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast and the podcast where two of us can grow a beard and the other not so much. My name is Anthony.
1: And I'm George.
0: And today we are joined by long-lost twins separated at birth. Gabe Fast, a.k.a. the wannabe critic, and Mike Doherty, a.k.a. Cheeks Jr. How are the twins doing tonight?
2: Um, I was going to wait for you, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I'm, I'm good. I'm doing pretty good. The, well, how about you, Mikey?
3: <laughs> I am fantastic. The only difference between us is I have a beard. You know what I mean? I, what yeah, a, dude, I, I cannot grow the beard.
0: My favorite line came from Gabe via DM saying, Not every white guy with glasses looks the same.
3: all the time but you know what it's true (laughs) they they all do (laughs) oh
0: my god you two it's uh, yeah you guys could at at the at the least be cousins at the most twins
2: well i mean
0: somewhere in between there maybe maybe like like same mom different dads (laughs)
2: <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take the, i'm not gonna take offense to that uh, uh mikey is a very handsome gentleman so i'm not gonna take any offense to that so
3: well i appreciate that you know what i mean
2: <laughs> I, I am jealous like of your think, beard
0: <laughs> i just think that if you two were in the same room the, the the world like a black hole would form and like the world would implode because of too much the, just uh, greatness and talent space together. space wow. and
1: time just shreds yeah. space and time
0: know. we go or or alternate ending They merge into one. (laughs) They float up, start speaking in tongues, and then they start taking over every country, country by country, and then we're just ruled by them. And because we know them, you know, we're spared, uh, like having to be like in the coal mines, and we get to be like, I don't know, charge of the cheese factory.
3: See, I I was picturing Siamese twins the whole time.
0: (laughs) They just forming the hip
2: conjoined conjoined siamese twins
3: hey, how, how do you think you do with uh me as your siamese twin be honest uh, lots
2: of mm. talk about crash bandicoot every day i might have to I, I would probably like
0: murder you in your sleep honestly <laughs> I, I have less of a question for gabe and more of a question for the misses. <laughs> honey how would yeah. you feel if i was a conjoined twin yeah
2: exactly <laughs> She would really She's have like, to love me to make that. Well, hear me
0: out. We kind of look alike. What the <laughs> hell are you talking about?
2: <laughs> hey, wait. Whenever you were saying that before, Anthony, about the conjoined twins, I was like, "And there we have it, gentlemen. Death Stranding two.
1: The plot. <laughs>
2: oh <my> <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> we're
0: going to take you over to Kojima Productions and get you guys scanned in. There we go. You'll <laughs> be the next uh, Conan O'Brien in that game. All right. All right. Let's hop this about. In that game. Yeah, Conan O'Brien. Yeah, Conan O'Brien's, in the, O'Brien's in the game. Oh, he had a whole segment on his show where he went to uh, he went to Japan. He went to uh, Kojima Kojima Productions. They scanned him in. He did some voice lines. He like I think his quest line gives you like a panda hat or something. Yeah, that's it's pretty an, cool. It's yeah, cool. an otter hat. Yeah, he gives you something. It's something like super remedial, but he's in the game along with like all of the other famous people who like Kojima. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, let's top the housekeeping. If you enjoy the podcast, please. Check out our daily news posted Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and an occasional review posted on Saturdays. Well, actually, we'll be doing a review soon for the, uh, the Fixture S1. They sent that to me, and it's awesome so far. I'm loving it. Uh, Switch Switch? A- A.K.A. the Switch Fix. Now it's the Fixture S1, but from Fixture Gaming, uh, I'm enjoying it. I really like it. It is a little weird to get used to the weight on your hands. But it feels so much better than just doing the switch with the Joy Cons on its own. I find my hands get numb, but with the with with the 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 fixture uh, S one, my hands won't get numb. So that is pretty cool. It's I feel like it's a, more, a lot more ergonomical for my actual like body as opposed to doing it the way the switch was actually intended to go. Uh, if you like to support the podcast and listening, please check out our anchor page at anchor.net. Anchor.fm slash nerds. You can donate to us, you can leave us a voicemail, but we'll talk more about that later. Now, let's start off with what are we playing? Cheeks, what are you playing? I am deep, deep
3: into Avengers right now. Uh, I am thoroughly enjoying my experience with it. it is everything, I mean, here's the thing is it a, a perfect game? No, is by any stretch of imagination, it is not a perfect game, but I am really enjoying that one, the story. I feel like. Uh, games like that, like kind of like destiny, you you have the story as like a tutorial and then like the end games, kind of like the, the thing that really keeps the game going. Whereas I feel like this one gives you a really great story that is not tutorial esque, but you learn a lot of how to maneuver through the game. Um, and then I'm excited to see what they do for the end game. Because right now the end game, there's not a whole lot there, um, but I have a feeling that they like they're really gonna expand the endgame to where it is almost like an Avengers superheroes, which is everything I've ever wanted. Yeah. Uh and then gearing up for that in Crash Bandicoot. I really haven't been playing a lot, uh, to be honest. So Friday I'm gonna be getting into that Bandicoot mania.
0: Now, let me ask you a question. Why? Are you full-time and like 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 podcasting influencer?
3: No, I am not. I am not.
0: Okay, so I saw a tweet saying that I what that you had put in your two weeks or quit, and I was like, "My man, making the jump, getting it done."
3: We I mean, we want to go into that story.
0: <laughs> I want to hear it all. I want to hear it yeah, all.
3: Give me the story. Um, I mean, I, I, I kind of talked about it on invite only youtube.com for slash play everything. Um, yeah, I baby. actually <laughs> had my dream job and lost it. <laughs> so I what? mean, it's, it's all good now. It's all good.
0: Whoa, now. whoa, whoa! I didn't know it was that, or else I wouldn't have been like, "Let's Literally, go to."
1: It, depra- yeah, I was yeah just don't
3: worry. I make jokes about it all the time. It's good. Uh, it's nothing that's like crazy where I'm like uh, on the edge, you know, looking off into the distance or anything. No, it's not. It's just a crazy story though, in terms of yeah. like where we're at uh, as a society in the games industry, <laughs> especially yeah. um, because I I had it teed up. I'm not gonna say like the company or anything, but uh, I had it teed up. And then there was a background, and then there was a social portion of that, right? Yeah. And then 60 flag tweets, right? And you go, huh, What? what is this for? Like, did I say something racist? And then you go in, and you actually look at the tweets, and they're seriously the most – it's like me telling Tombo, like, F you. mark this harassment.
1: Wow. And
3: there's another wow. one. Wow,
1: really? Yeah, okay. it's
3: – Yeah, it's like, it's, and I get it for that specific developer. I
0: understand, I mean,
3: I understand. Oh, to a good extent. oh
0: my god! Well, first off, I want to say real quick congratulations on hitting that feat before I could. I really, honestly thought my TikTok was going to get me fired, but here I am. I still got a job, even though. <laughs> I job. So, but uh, I want to congratulate you on hitting that feat before me. Because to be honest, I don't know why I'm still hired with the stuff that I say all over the internet. Let's gloss over. Let's gloss over that. But so basically, you had the dream job and it it went south.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. So, but yeah, I've, I've played
0: Avengers, man. I, first and foremost, I'm sorry. That, that seems like a super silly reason. Yeah. Uh, Second Avengers. I'm happy that you're playing. <laughs> There's no proper segue. No, you're good. Sorry to
3: drop that. But no, it's not, no, it's, no, you're
0: good. You're good.
3: I'm still alive. I'm breathing. I got my channel. I'm doing fine.
0: Well, I love you. And love you. if you ever want to do some stuff for DVN, you know, you can always come over. And, and hit up a news one day or so. i don't know <laughs> i don't know all right gabe what are you playing uh
2: i'm actually playing horizon zero dawn right now for a review um four years later <laughs> uh, a great game solid game yeah um you know it was one of those things whenever it first came out um i bought it and then like a lot of other gamers out there i went to uh you know, GameStop like the next week and bought Zelda, you know? Yeah. And
1: and then Breath of the Wild came out.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. Yeah. So yeah, Horizon came out and then Zelda came out. Exactly. So I was kind of playing both of those games and it was right before I was about to get married. And honestly, like just trying to play both of those games at the same time soured me on both of them. So I'm going to do like, you, you know, you see those reviews on YouTube where people are like, Oh, uh, such and such game in 2020. Like, is it still worth it? Like yada, yada, yada. Um, but I'm enjoying my time with it. I'm, I'm about wrapped up. I think I just have a few hours left. Um, and then we just uh, reviewed uh, Mass Effect 2 on Game Club. It was the first time I'd ever played nice. uh, Mass Effect 1 or 2. So I've been busy. I've been a busy boy.
0: I've never played the first one, but I have played 2 and 3.
2: Yeah, The first one's one of those games where it's like, if you play it, if you give it the time and play it, you're like, yeah. This isn't really up to to today's standards, but it's still yeah. a pretty good game. And it makes you totally appreciate the second and third one. So I'm I'm really enjoying... I, I enjoyed my time with it. Unless it gets remastered, I probably won't ever play it again, to be honest with you, Mass Effect 1. But Mass Effect 2, I was like, man, I just want to spend hours and hours and hours in this world. And I did. So.
0: Well, I was a big fan of the Mass Effect series until the... The developers bent the knee to their fans that were whining about Mass Effect 3's ending. Uh I, I can't stand that. I cannot stand people like changing their artistic vision because of whiny crybaby fans on the internet. I can't stand it. And when they when they changed it, they updated it so the fans would be happy. I was like, we lost all respect that I had for you.
2: Well yeah and that's the thing too is I remember I wasn't really a gamer, you know, back in yeah. back in the Mass Effect 3 days. Like I, I I played games but I wasn't nearly as you know enthused with the industry side of things as much as I am now. So I don't even know I don't know what the controversial ending is. I just know that a lot of people were pissed, you know, whenever it happened. And I do remember seeing IGN articles and stuff like that about how there was like a DLC that was going to be released that was going to fix everything. Yeah, and I'm silly. just, you know, I, I, I'm playing with a super fan of the series. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's he's part of, you know, come be a part of the club. You know what I mean? Game club on podcasts. They're,
0: they're, they're great games. They're fun games. I had a great time playing them. I just
1: was that. George, what are you playing? So I have been playing a ton of Super Mario 3D All-Stars with my kids. Yes. And it's yes. been... A blast. Speaking of uh, which, one of my kids just got up. <laughs> he's going to run in. Oh, no. yeah.
0: Run, Dad!
1: <laughs> on the daddy. Um, so I'm going to piggyback
0: on, on what, what he's saying. Uh, One of the greatest scenes I've had with Super Mario 3D All-Stars is uh, hands down watching my children get to play those games for the, for
1: the first time. So yeah, fun. that's been the greatest thing. And oh, Super, my God. And, right? and Super, Super Mario Sunshine holds up to this day. Sunshine is so good. That game,
0: hands down, I stick by the statement I've been saying for years. Sunshine is the best Mario game ever made. No, you're crazy. No, I will take you
1: to a nice seafood dinner, and then I will call you back. Sunshine is is awesome. I love it.
3: It is awesome, but it's Galaxy, though. Right, Gabe? Back me up on this.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sunshine, Uh, to
2: to. I'm about to get my Geek card taken away because... I have never played through Sunshine or Galaxy. So that's why I bought 3D I All Stars. It.
0: Here's Mario the thing I, I think a lot of people underestimate <laughs> Mario 64 as well. Mario 64 is a great game. Like, what it's, you know, 64 started that whole 3D series, and I think they just got better and better. Now, I'm going to give you, I'm going to say this real quick. Sunshine was when they
1: introduced some good story.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. But 64 and Sunshine, that camera is atrocious oh. and will always be atrocious. The worst camera, like exactly. But well, hold on, for that one downfall. Oh, hold games. on,
3: hold on. Did did you just use a story in a Mario game to sell why it's the best one?
0: Yes, he did.
3: In a 3D platformer, the story like it's some Last of Us.
0: Sunshine has a good story. Okay, Sunshine doesn't have a bad. Story. You know, what cheeks. It's got a good little,
1: little, little, little narrative. narrative. It's, it's Everybody say
0: goodbye to cheeks. He's gone. Boom! I kick him out. He's not really gone. <laughs> just cut your <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's no um, platform oh mario had a really great story the princess was stolen from the castle on this again. one. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. george just uh is it just 3d world that's what you've been playing lately pretty much that's been it that has been it well i've also played it sunshine's great i haven't touched anything other than sunshine sunshine is realistically oh. a game that i've been waiting to get i go did ahead,
1: get, i did get a. Uh, like $12 off because I ordered it via Amazon and they got it to me a day late. Ooh, so nice. There was that. That was nice. nice. Um, sunshine is game. I, I've been waiting to play on next
0: gen consoles, not not next gen, but the current gen. And I finally got it. And it, it's realistically a Mario game that I would pay 60 on its own, but I'm really happy that it's bundled in that my, uh, my middle son just beat galaxy on his own, which I, I was very proud of. And he really liked, I was watching him play it for a bit. Uh, Is he
2: the one that you did the TikTok with? With no, Nick?
0: that's my youngest. The youngest. Oh my so god, far. dude!
2: That, I was I, I was rolling. That was so funny. <laughs> cracked me
1: up. Yeah, yeah,
0: I had him on. I, I I get him in there every once in a while when I'm not making like fake political candidate TikToks and so you funny. know things white people say. Um, <laughs> I uh, Rocket League just did an update. Epic Games they finally conjoined. Like you in uh like 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 Game and Cheeks will do one day. Um, <laughs> and so Epic finally <laughs> took over, Rocket League is not free to play, and they somehow made the like the functionality and the quality of life improvements worse. Like Epic Games came in and was like, yeah, we're gonna uh so, so when, is it the UI that's fucked up or what? So the UI is a little messed up, yes. Um, but one of the things that's bothering me a lot is they added in an, an, an extra step to get to a game to get to a match. And it, it it's just really, it's the, there's some weird things in there at, at the moment that I'm just like, why? <clears throat> like, why is this a theme? Uh,
3: Guys, sorry, what? George just turned into map. Am I the only one? No, He's
1: still here. He's still here. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm looking at sorry, a Grand uh, Theft Battle map I, right now. <laughs> Apparently, that's the map of my town, but anyway,
3: I, I just thought <laughs> someone dosed me with something because I was like, Am I the only one seeing this guy? <laughs> uh,
0: there to go get like, my water. It just feels like the functionality of the game they kind of like messed up and somehow made worse, which is really weird. Like, they've added uh, like Fortnite esque like challenges and stuff like that. I don't know. It's weird. It's interesting. I feel like the uh just the functionality in general is a little off and they've somehow made it worse, which is I have a question. Yeah.
2: So is it still available on Steam or is it only available on um Epic now? I'm I'm confused.
0: I think it's only available on Epic. I could be wrong. I mean it's just a Google search away, realistically. I, I could Google Google search it. But uh I wanna say it's probably an I feel like it's an Epic only with the exception of uh, if you've already previously bought it on Steam. But, I mean, I play it on console. I play it on PlayStation. That's where. I, okay.
3: I do have a question for this panel. Yes. Our panel. How long is Rocket League going to be going on? Forever. Like, it launched two years into the PS4. Yeah. Is it just forever well, going to be that Rocket League being ported over to the the next generation consoles, and we're just going to forever just have Rocket League?
0: When it stops filling arenas, is when Rocket League will be done.
3: <laughs> well, I'm not saying done.
0: Like, what, are we gonna get a Rocket League 2? Like, no, 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 no. We'll never get a Rocket League 2. I really just like we're, we're never gonna get a Fortnite 2. We'll get like seasons. I just or a, I, or a Minecraft 2 At this, well, point. I mean, like, so hear me out on this. I I think that stuff like Minecraft, Rocket League, Fortnite. I don't think they will. Just like World of Warcraft, we have never gotten a World of Warcraft 2 because we have expansions. So I think realistically, we'll never get these sequels to these games because first off i don't feel like they need it second i feel that with those three specific games they have three specific art styles that don't really need to be upgraded for next gen will they go to next gen consoles yes they'll be ported over will they get graphical improvements probably will they get a you know minecraft 2 rocket league 2 fortnite 2 no they're not needed because they're consistently updating it, updating assets, updating the game, updating UI functionality. So, um, you know, like I said, when those games stop filling arenas and stop doing these huge tournaments and having these huge, you know, eSports teams, that's when we'll see Minecraft 2, which there's no eSports in Minecraft. I understand that. <laughs> but like real you know, Rocket League and Fortnite. But I, I don't believe we'll ever see, you know, a sequel to those games because they don't don't realistically need it. They can just keep updating it and update graphics, update this, update that. So stuff like that.
2: And I hate interrupting, but just to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, Anthony, I think also to just the games, you know, you think about games as a service and what are some games that you might think of? And I, I I totally think that rocket league is very much a pioneer of that model. 100%. Um, Oh yeah. So it just it's whenever you kind of spark a a revolution like that. I, I just don't see a reason. It's like why, why, why make why make a ton of you know, why make a ton of changes or, or change anything or make a sequel for the potential to mess it up? And whenever you have so many loyal fans that are already playing it and so many loyal fans that are spending a ton of money on it. I mean, it just went this just goes to show the confidence. Anthony, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's free to play now at this point, yeah. correct? Yes. So when a game does that, I mean, you think about something like Fortnite, whenever they launched that back in the day, yeah, you had the save the world thing. But at the same time, you know, they had confidence, you know, Epic has a ton of money. They If it's if it's a loss, if it ends up being a loss, whatever. But whenever you saw games like H1Z1, um, PUBG, stuff like that really kind of taking off, then, you know, it's just kind of one of those things like it, it ended up turning into something really, really successful. And I think Rocket League is no exception you know is is definitely in that same category
0: well they definitely fortnightified it um the way they did the store it's very similar it's epic games epic games is going to epic games you know um but yeah so but one game i have been playing and i'm not 100 completely sold on and maybe cheeks you can help me on this when does avengers get better because at this point it is very boring repetitive button mashing combat Now, I want to say this. That scene with the shield and Camilla Khan in the very beginning, that that little sequence we got with her and Hulk, Mm -hmm. brilliant. One of the best sequences I've ever seen in a game, movie, TV show. When does it get to a point where it's not boring? Because I feel like I'm just button mashing the whole time.
3: That's interesting to me because I feel like it's very much like a fighting game in a sense. Yeah in terms of the combat where it's like yeah you put me in mortal combat i'm gonna i'm gonna button mash all day you know and how long can i do that before it gets old and especially if you're um making this huge experience built around that combat system uh but uh sean flowers very own over here i play uh, everything is actually loving it and he said something to me that kind of made it click for me whereas uh fighting games haven't before whereas the combat you can land combos like you can land really detailed intricate combos if you if you make the effort to yeah so the the combat does remind me a lot of a fighting game and to me just learning the combos upgrading these abilities uh, i don't know i mean if if you don't how far are you into it
0: four hours i i realize i'm not that far into it i mean it reminds me of like devil may cry dante's inferno style combat and i understand that that's why i'm asking like at how far in at what point does it like okay i see the broad picture i'm in because at this point i mean i've got camilla i've got hulk that's all i've got
3: well here's the thing about uh um dante's inferno comparison right to me the story was never captivating whereas this one the story's captivating enough to have me learn this combat system
0: no no, i'm very much with you on that yes
1: Yes.
3: Yeah, that, that, that's what I'm saying is uh, uh, it really is if you're not into that kind of game in terms of like the that kind of combat system, I don't think you're ever going to get to the point where you're like, oh, this is fantastic. Um, sure. But I, I will say the story is the what kept me in because I, I agreed with you in the very beginning. I, I felt very similar, um, but the story kept me stringing me along to keep playing and then eventually i started upgrading things and i started learning how to do combos and uh, land certain attacks and what person i would need where and the armor system every everything that they did on it is so deep where it's almost like it's like destiny man it's like that to me destiny if you're not like super into that kind i mean what makes destiny exciting right i mean it feels good nothing but like it is really, really repetitive it has this huge, huge fan base. So to me, this is far more interesting to me, uh, for me personally than Destiny will ever be for me.
0: Cheeks that that, that wasn't a dig on you. I have to no, I have done. I have consistently from day one me too. all over Destiny and Bungie, and I have to consistently keep pooping on them.
1: Especially Wait, when Tommy's I'm not here.
0: <laughs> um, no, no, no. That that gives me hope because I, I, I do understand, like, I was talking with Gabe about this as well. Um I feel like there's gonna be a point where it opens up and, and like now I can see the you know the big picture where where the tunnel vision stops and all of a sudden I can see the field and the flowers and everything. I'm like, oh, there it is. I see it. I just I feel like I, I'm just too early in it. I will say this when it comes to tra- like traversing the world, running around the world, it feels good. It feels yeah. right. They definitely did that for like per character very well.
3: I can't believe they pulled it off and there's more characters coming. Like every character. That's what I worried about. Feels unique and different. Yeah. And like not just like at like a shallow level, but like in a, in a deep way. Um, now, uh, how many people are in your squad so far? Or is it just two? two.
0: It's just me and Hulk.
3: Okay. When you get the third person, cool. that, that's where it, cool. started, it started picking up for me. Believe it,
0: now, the last game I'm playing Marvel Strike Force, Guys, it's got me by the, you know, it's just got me. And I'm, I, I, I'm so trying so hard not to spend real money, but I keep spending real money. I that game's gotten at least hundred fifty dollars out of me, <laughs> at, the, at the least. But listen, I tell you this, I, and I promise you, the combat system is so simple yet so intriguing and intricate that it's so bonkers and wild. Like I wish that they would take this system in in Marvel Strike Force. And make a legitimate just sixty dollar game out of it. I would buy that in a heartbeat. If you got to like, it's
3: why would they do that? You already spent hundred fifty dollars. No, no, yeah, <laughs> I understand. I
0: One hundred percent. I'm just saying, like, if there was an RPG that came out with the same system mechanics as this, like, I would one hundred percent buy it and I would play it over and over and over and over again. Like, new game, new game plus, new game plus plus, new game plus 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 plus. Like, I would, I would keep playing it. I, it's just the, it's the combat that keeps dragging me in and it's so good it's so fun there's a huge cast of characters it's so bonkers because it's a free-to-play game and it just it, it's such a i don't know i've never played a free-to-play game with microtransactions like this game where i'm just like it has me so engrossed in it in its ecosystem watching youtube videos watching streamers streaming it you know looking for inside information on what teams are good it's it, it's so weird and then it's just it's a good game other than getting all of my money and my poor wife is like listen (laughs) sit down we need to have a talk stop spending money on this game and i'm like i you know it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission honey
3: i just i like picturing you spending hours and hours on youtube watching marvel strike force videos Mike, what are you doing?
0: What are you doing with the time? I hear how ridiculous it is, but it's the truth. It's the truth. All right. Let's uh let's take a small break. And then we're gonna get back into some topics. Once again, we are joined by Gabe, aka the wannabe critic and cheeks junior. I mean, I will say Mikey, aka Cheeks Jr. We will be All right, everybody. We are back. Once again, we are joined by Gabe Fast, aka the wannabe critic, and Mike Doherty, aka Cheeks Jr. Guys, thanks for, having for you. joining us. And George is here. Y'all haven't seen George in a hot minute. Actually, the last time George was on That's was right. when I wasn't on.
1: What was that, like a month ago?
0: George is off being... Yeah, yeah, he's off being essential. Uh, it, in October, there'll be another week where it'll just be you and Tommy as well. Because I'll be at the in-laws uh, eating some of the most amazing Mexican food. Ooh, some pozole, tortas, tortas. Oh my uh, God, you know, tacos amazing. asada. It's going to be the best. But um, let's hop into some topics. Now, something that has put the internet ablaze, in we have so many people, I feel like we have a pretty even like, amount of yeses and nos on this. And I want to talk about, we've got some studios who are doing this. We have some studios who aren't with the whole next gen upgrades. I'm going to use CD Projekt Red as our example if you own, was it Witcher 3 on PS4, they will automatically upgrade it to the PS5 without having to actually like buy another copy for it. Now, with Spider-Man, what was it? Uh, a Game of the Year edition or whatever edition they're going to call it, you will have to buy it new if you want the PS5 edition, if you want the F- PS5 version. Now, it's I feel like it it split the internet up, but I want to talk about the entitlement of gamers. Now, this is not an industry standard, and a lot of the games and developers and publishers when I, that are giving these free upgrades are doing it on their own whim. I feel they gain goodwill, which they have. I'll give it to them. But me personally, I don't feel that it is a necessity as a studio, as a developer, as a publisher that you need to automatically upgrade your version of the game to the next gen consoles. I want to talk about this because I feel like this is an issue now we're finding. I feel like the entitlement is running rampant and I don't feel like any dev publisher, whatever needs to actually give you that for free. We'll use Spider-Man PS4 and PS5 as our examples. Now it is a little convoluted. There's been a little confusion because there is a list of like, if you have Spider-Man 4, If you have Spider Man for this, you get it for that. But if you don't have it for this, you don't get it for that. There's these weird caveats, these weird, like little, like niches, nicks and crannies. So, Gabe, I see you vocal. You're on my side on this one. I want to hear. Yeah. So
2: you know, man, it's one of those things for me where I'm like, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. This has not, for anyone listening, this is not an industry standard. It it has it. This is a new thing and. Had CD Projekt Red said, you know, hey, whatever, we're gonna charge you again for the game, we wouldn't be having this conversation because it kind of it kind of went back to them. Now you could make the argument, well, you know, PC games, whenever you upgrade your graphics or whatever, you know, you're getting the best possible possible version of that game, you know, at the time. I, I see that and I understand that. Um, at the same time, this isn't a, this isn't an ind- industry standard. Now, we, there's a couple of things here too because. Whenever you buy the ultimate edition of a game, you are, you know, you are getting the the idea that you are getting something special because you decided to pay the extra $20, $30, whatever. So Miles Morales Ultimate Edition coming with a remastered version, a new game, mind you. It's not the same game, it's a remastered, very much in the same light as uh, you know, Last of Us remastered, whenever that came out on PS4. That is your incentive to buy the ultimate edition of that game. You get it. You can only get it that way by doing that. Um, people are making this sound like you're not going to be able to play Spider-Man for 2018 on your PS5. That is the narrative that is being drilled into Twitter nowadays. And honestly, if you want to yeah. buy the game, you can. Like, if you don't want to, like, if you want the PS5, here, here's the the weird thing. If you want the PS5 version of the game, buy Miles Morales. Like, buy the Ultimate Edition of Miles Morales. Because guess what? Spider-Man 2018 is a PS4 hit. You can buy it right now for $20. I mean, if you want the PS5 version, that's fine. Like, you're going to get it with Miles Morales. So... If you already own the game, I don't understand why you're upset about this. If you want the game, you can buy it now for twenty bucks, or you could wait for it to have the higher fidelity, quote unquote. And realistically, you know, I think this is probably going to get lumped into the conversation. How much more fidelity are we going to get in that PS5 version versus the PS4 boosted version of a game that came out in 2018? How much?
0: It's more quality, exactly. Of life. I mean, how much more can it be?
2: So I, I just think in a lot of ways, like. This whole Miles Morales, Spider-Man 2018 game thing, it just seems like a bunch of um, nonsense to me. And I think people are making a really bigger deal out of it than it needs to be. Because ultimately, you're talking about a $20 difference. And um, the entitlement is for sure rampant. And the narrative is being pushed like, hey, this is a problem when it really isn't. So.
3: Uh, I mean, it's funny because I, I follow the same, same boat as you guys. Um, Exactly what Gabe said in terms of, yeah, you can buy the game now. You don't have to buy it on that. <clears throat> and it's like you, I just understand the entitlement of always, I put them in the same boat of the people who complain about when PlayStation plus games go free. And they're like, oh man, I already bought it. It's like, yeah but like that's not you. this wasn't a guarantee this is not how this works like people have to make money and two like you don't have to buy it like if you already played it one why would you want the ps5 version of it because you already played it and if you do it's there for you so that's nice and also if you didn't play it and you're coming over from xbox i think that's an awesome deal you get you pay the money and you get the first one and you get the second one and tip top magoo you're on your way um and
1: that's the one thing about the
3: gaming industry which i know anthony you're probably the most vocal about it i've seen um it it is the sense of entitlement among everybody around everything and i yeah i i just don't understand where that sentiment comes from like we're owed something or like why if you already played it why would they they're not they're not trying to get you with this like that that's on the ps4 like uh, if, before the Crash Bandicoot remasters came out, I was playing it on the PS1 still. I wasn't like, oh, they absolutely should. And when it happened, it was nice and I shelled out the money. Like, why is that any different? Like, wh- where do we draw the line? Like, when is it going to be like, Th- that should be free? I had that on the PS1. <laughs>
2: that's, that's, dude, that's a, a really good point. And uh, sorry, I don't mean to interject. You were taking a drink, no, Anthony. No, 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 no. opportunity. It is just this younger mentality, man, of having every all these young, younger people are used to having things just given to them. They don't have to work for m- much of anything, you know, the vast majority of them. And I'm not trying to call anyone out. I'm just saying, you know, look at some psychographs and see, see what the demographic is and what the, um, the nature of the mentality is for the younger generation. I mean, it, it is the, va- it is entitlement. I mean, a- across the board. Um, I, I had this happened with five the 505 and remedy thing. If this wouldn't have happened, we wouldn't be having this conversation.
3: I I reject the notion that it's the like the younger people because to be honest, from what I see, it's the the more elderly industry people.
0: <laughs> like I, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I swear, yeah. like it is
3: people who are established and who are grown adults who are throwing a temper temper, temper tantrum that they're not getting this game for free. And I, to be honest, if you look at most of my interactions with um, people who are younger gamers, <laughs> they don't have this kind of... I, I feel like they don't have this entitlement. I feel like a lot of this entitlement comes from old, like the older generation of gamers in the industry. And most of them working within the industry.
1: George, what are your thoughts? I think there is way too much bullshit going on around this. Um, basically, I am in league with all of you guys. You know, back in my day, I remember I remember saving sixty bucks for Star Fox, and that was a lot of money back then. You know, but to me, I do I have a problem paying another sixty dollars for a title that I enjoy on a different platform? Hell no. Um, I own multiple titles on on console that I also own on uh, various other consoles as well. So I, I, th- I just think people are just too entitled. So
0: can I tell you what, what I you think? think? Unwritten rules are unwritten for a reason. They don't need to be followed. If they needed to be followed, they would be written. I, I, I feel like right?
3: rules are meant to be broken
0: so so i think that with the entitlement i think that if a dev if a studio if a publisher you know wants to do that that's that that's on them that's that that's their prerogative cd project red wants to give you witcher 3 for free that upgraded version for ps5 if you own it on ps4 cool get on them it is not an industry standard for a studio to have to give you a free version of any game unless it's Xbox Game Pass or it's PlayStation Plus. I think that it's ridiculous. Like in the case of Spider Man, well, it would be nice to play New Game Plus. My save is going to go It'd be nice. To... New Game Plus, if you're okay with playing New Game Plus, you should be okay with playing just. a new game like new game plus is okay but the new game isn't and the whole save issue is so ridiculous like i use the last of us one as my example the last of us was originally a ps3 game and then when the ps4 came out they launched it with it and we all had to play it over again and guess what when i bought the ps4 i bought the last of us ps4 edition I bought the last but, of us twice so, oh sorry I,
3: it, it's just weird like, to me where it's like save. especially that save thing because like on something like a marvel's avengers like i i understand the transferring of all that information which it will but on a single player game like what are you gonna do if you already played new game plus on spider-man or even just a first time around like what are you gonna do like what what's the end game you already have everything Especially if you've gotten a bit, you're well, it it would be nice to get a new set of trophies and trophies.
2: That's exactly what I was gonna say. me to it,
3: (laughs) jump back in there, and you can experience it all again. Like you're saying, you got to you paid for it twice, but you got to play it again on a new system. I mean, that's I feel like that's just so self explanatory.
0: But Mike, if the internet's angry, I should, and that's
2: my comment too. Sorry to interject. I just, you know, what, what thought comes to me, I gotta say it. Whenever I said, you know, the younger generation, I, I make the, the mistake of going down the Twitter rabbit hole and, and I follow the broad, you know, there's like broad topics like, oh, gaming industry or PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So I'll, whenever someone tweets something like I'll see under that and then I go on their profile and it's like these kids talking about all this stuff. So I it's interesting to hear you talk about, Mikey, your um, experiences with, you know, more industry folk <laughs> people. I-
3: and here's the thing. I think the, a lot of the people who are angry about it on Twitter that you see, I think it's stoked by industry people. Absolutely. Like 100%. They're, they're, they have 100% control
2: of the narrative because so, that's the news. That's the news that they're, they're being, getting all the free they're, games. The news they're being fed. So it's like, oh, I should regurgitate this on the internet because IGN said so or whatever.
3: Yeah, well, like you're telling me this guy over here who gets game X, Y, and Z for free anyway is complaining about them charging for the game? what like what world are we in you get it for free like you get it you play it all for free uh because that's part of your job but frankly i'm not mad at that I i don't think that's wrong but for you to like have that kind of privilege and be like oh like i can't believe they're charging for this game it's it's absurd you get free games anyway and you're still entitled
2: yeah and i say too like i can see now why anthony had me and mikey on at the same time this is nice um like they're lucky they didn't charge 60 bucks for it cuz they totally could have and guess what <laughs> i would have paid <laughs> cuz i want them trophies you know and it's just it, the whole thing's absurd to me honestly i
0: uh, i just think it was definitely like a good talking point because like there were I, I felt like it was if not 50/50 it was 60/40 going either way whichever way you saw with the whole, like, either you were for it or you weren't, but I just think that, like, we were fine in the gap between PS4, or sorry, PS3, PS4, you know, Xbox 360, Xbox One. We were fine rebuying those games, you know, and I use The Last of Us as a, an example because I did. I bought that on PS3, and guess what? I bought it on PS4. Same game, uprest.
3: Same game. That, that's what's crazy about this. You didn't have to. Because if you didn't, you still played The Last of Us. You're not missing out on anything. Right. It's exactly. even better
2: though now because you so, can play the PS4 it, version on the PS5. You could
0: <laughs> I just feel like Spider Man was like that <laughs> game that like broke the internet where, where they were like they were like, Well, I can't the, take my save over. Card? And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean you can't what take your the original save over? What are you talking about? Of course you can't take your save over. It's different archi- it's it's a different coding architecture, it's a different system. Of course you can't take your save it's over a new game. what are you talking about? Like I it's a it's yeah, a brand exactly. new game. Look well, like, it would be nice it would be nice to do the new game plus well, if you weren't gonna do New Game Plus on the PS4, you're definitely not gonna yeah. do it on the I PS5. Like oh man,
3: I still I I got still trophies to go. It's like dude, oh. you didn't already get them. You're not gonna get them.
0: What?
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, if you if you weren't gonna take the time to get the plat on PS4, you're not gonna take the time to get the plat on PS5. It's like yeah. when I, I guarantee go, back and play, Days I'm go back and play Days Gone. I'm not gonna
3: go back and play Days Gone. Like, that's just not going to happen. But I right. tell myself every week, I'm going to go back and play Days Gone. No, you
1: origi- What was that original controversy with Spider-Man, though? Something about the puddles?
2: Oh, my God. Don't get me started.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, not enough water. Yeah. Or the no, water was too much. A, there wasn't enough water, uh, Did think. you see the – the best one was the PS5 where it's like, hey, PS5 stills for Spider-Man have come out. And they they just <laughs> reimposed the
1: original <laughs> water bottle <laughs> p- photos.
0: It was.
3: it was E3 demo. <laughs> More water and then the game came out. It was less water puddles, right? That that's what it was. I remember that. I remember covering that on the podcast.
0: I think uh, Alana Pierce had a really good like piece on it, slash pictures, mm-hmm. or on her Twitter where it was just like, Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty comedic. Uh okay. Last topic, okay? <sighs> Bethesda.
1: <clears throat>
0: wow, the internet has gone buck wild on this one uh on what will be xbox exclusives what won't be listen real quick i want to get your guys' takes on this but then I- i'm gonna give you mine first i'm going first okay so all of you you shut your mouth don't talk shush or i'll punch you in the face <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't i'm not actually where you're at physically but i will find you <laughs> and i will punch you eventually Bethesda will never be a first-party exclusive developer, publisher, whatever the whatever you want. All of their games. They will always go to every console. PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Always. It's where they make their money. Bread and butter. Okay? You know what I'm talking about? So, I'm going to tell you right now. Not in any world. Not in any dimension. Not in any multiverse. Will Bethesda ever, 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 be a first party exclusive, okay? And if you disagree with me, I'll find you. I'll kiss you on the lips.
3: Appreciate that. That sounds delightful. I do disagree with you. No, that's okay. All
0: right. Here's what George. I, what do you think? Are <laughs> you think I, I let the guest go first? But you're wrong. You're wrong. I let George go first. I, I don't.
1: Uh-huh. I, I can't see them. Maybe timed exclusivity for sure i yes. No, they're, I, they'll still be developing for all the systems. All the Sony ponies that are upset right now are right. overacting, in my opinion. Yay. I'm a Sony pony. Uh, Cheeks!
3: No, I... I, So I'm 50-50 on this in terms of, I think, new IP and I think smaller games. Yeah, Star new field, IP Star and field. smaller games uh, developed by Bethesda are going to be exclusive. Uh, to uh, Xbox. Um, but I do agree with this. I was getting into this uh, with somebody in, on Twitter the other day. Xbox isn't trying to sell consoles. Like, th- I've been saying this for like a while now. Xbox's last priority is selling Xbox consoles. It is a plus, and they are selling it. They're doing the thing Stadia should have done. Uh, in my opinion, they should have came out with with a physical console and then pushed the the, the, the streaming as like a plus, right? Um, it, it, They have no interest in that. What they have interest in is, is in Game Pass. They're pushing games Pass uh, subscriptions. That's clear with the EA Play. That's clear with their first party. And that's clear with the purchase of Bethesda, which is now their first party. Um, So if I'm a PlayStation gamer, I can still spend the $70, not 60 remember. New generation $70 to play the game, and they will, of course, cash in on that for the new new Skyrim for the new Fallout. Right? Um, you'll still be able to play that on PlayStation 100%. I think, I mean, you see that with Minecraft. Minecraft, you can still buy on PlayStation, you can still buy uh, uh Xbox just is that's their mindset. They don't have the old school mentality that Sony does. Um, uh, and 100% pushing Xbox Game Pass. Uh, to be where if i'm a playstation player and go oh man i love all these bethesda games and they're really coming out with a lot that's like three hundred dollars that i may be spending a bethesda game why don't i just spend the ten dollars that it is for the pc version of games pass because i already have one and just play bethesda games there and it's already cheaper or why don't i just you know buy games pass or stream it from my phone. Like, they're giving you the ease of use on everything. You can literally play these games anywhere, anytime, any way that you want. Um, and that's what they're pushing. Is They, they want to hit millions and millions of Games Pass subscribers. They want to become kind of Netflix for video games.
2: Um, I, I would personally... Did George, did you already say what you had to say?
1: Okay. Yep, I'm good.
0: He did. So
2: I'm last. Um...
0: Just sad <laughs> oh my god the, the, the <laughs> sadness and no, the disappointment just, right? no, I, I, just so I really I really <laughs> yeah, I it! really wanted to just bye, bye. Hear
2: what everyone else thought because you know when this when this news when this news initially dropped I was very much in the camp of it it doesn't make any sense to um it doesn't make any sense to not put those games on other consoles but then I thought about it more. And I don't know if you guys follow Paris Lilly, but um, he 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 had a pretty convincing argument. Um, let me ask you guys a question. Do you know really what the difference is between a million and a billion, you know, in terms, let's say in terms of time, let's say a million, a million minutes, right? Or a million seconds, 11 million seconds or I'm sorry a million seconds is about 11 days a billion seconds is about 30 years so the fact that Xbox spent 7.5 billion dollars on Bethesda you think about that's more than Marvel and Disney or I'm I'm sorry and uh, Lucasfilm Star Wars combined or around about you know in the realm of that, that is a lot of scratch, and and I'm going to make two arguments here. It's going to be kind of a dual sided opinion. I do see in the camp, you don't spend that money unless you're trying to own them. You don't spend that money unless you're trying to own that property. It's yours. And just hearing spill Spil- spill Phil Spencer Spilfencer? Phil Spencer talk about Yeah, just hearing Phil Spencer talk about and and just being very articulate about and really kind of doing the dance, you know, the PR dance of, you know, we are doing things on a case-by-case basis with Game Pass being at the forefront of the decision-making. And I got to go along with what Mikey is saying, you know, Game Pass is going to start showing up on your smart TVs they want to be netflix they want to be accessible it's like all right you you don't want to buy a play you don't want to buy an xbox that's fine you don't want to you don't have a pc you don't you know you don't you can't get game pass on your pc that's right we'll put it on your tv so now if you want to play the game you can bethesda but on the other hand i've been seeing people in the camp of oh well you know and this is kind of how i thought cuphead you know, uh, Minecraft, Minecraft dungeons are, it, it feel, it would, it, it feels weird booting up Minecraft dungeons on my PlayStation four and seeing the Xbox game studios logo. So there does, there is like a, a slight sliver inside of me that is thinking, well, if they did decide to, to, to put them on other consoles, you know, that is money in their pocket. But I think what people fail to do sometimes is separate Xbox from Microsoft microsoft has so so much disposable income like to where microsoft doesn't need xbox to survive They, they could they could say they could do away with xbox tomorrow and guess what they're sitting pretty no problem and that's just numbers so to me could they make a lot of money putting all these games um on playstation yeah they could but it's way more valuable and it's way more better for competition for them to hold on to them and keep them as their property uh, moving forward because it's just going to, it's going, it, but it's good for us because we will get, we were, we're going to get good games and better games. And honestly, if, if Xbox does keep the, these studios, you know, Bethesda as a publisher and all these different studios, maybe Bethesda will actually put out a good game again because <laughs> it hasn't been good since Skyrim. Just hot take, mini hot take. But that's kind of where I stand on the whole thing. I disagree
3: wholeheartedly, like, um, like 100 percent, because here's the thing. Um, one, you know, Microsoft loves uh, money. Um, hold on. I'm just trying to search up this sales because you know why it's worth, you know, billions of dollars. Uh, it's because one, the value of the actual IP itself. And the reason that the IP is valuable is because it's popular. The reason that that's valuable is because the amount of sales that it drives. If you ask anybody, money is not made, um, like within the industry, money is not made on hardware
1: at all. Zero. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about hardware, hardware. Hardware is always a net loss.
3: Yeah, we were, we were uh, talking about it on- only this last episode uh, because I was trying to explain that they're, they're selling these at a loss. Like with the specs on these consoles, they are losing money. The money per se comes from subscriptions like Game Pass and and, um, uh, Xbox Live, um, and also the actual software, the games. So, if you're Xbox, it's a win win to put it on everything. In terms of like, I'm not saying if they did all exclusive, I'm 100% fine with that. But to me, I feel like their bigger picture is look. You get it cheaper here. It's you, you're essentially can watch the movie free here, like on Netflix, or you can rent it on Amazon, right? Where they're still making tons of money on the back end with putting them on PlayStation and Nintendo systems 100%. Remember, Bethesda started doing that uh, not too long ago um, with putting their. Uh, so now, uh, let's say uh, the first year or after like five years, Xbox is at 100 million sales right so let's say everybody that buys an xbox buys all the bethesda games right that's a lot of money now taking into account all the people who bought it on playstation and on uh, nintendo it's still there it's still gonna say xbox game pass like you said with minecraft it's still their property they're making it very known and all that revenue comes back to the same person like it doesn't matter if it's exclusive or not obviously if they did exclusive um like old school like how sony would if sony bought bethesda let's be straight up you're not getting that anywhere else and they're going to market the crap out of that uh, xbox is just a completely different mentality in terms of they're going for money money they're not just trying to sell like win the console war they're going for dollars
2: well uh, and you know to to your thing and and i i tried to be as as I, I that my my response was very much a i see it both ways but you're actually kind of proving my point with what with what you're saying they are about that money, money. So, am I going to want to sell a sixty dollars game on all the other places? Seventy, or am I? Or seven? Yeah, seventy. Thank you. <laughs> or, or am I going to make all those people that hate place or that that are on PlayStation that hate Xbox? Am I going to make them go out and buy a Series S so they can play our games? That's what the goal is, in my opinion. Because I, I that that's what I see is like that is the ultimate goal is. If you make those games exclusive, there's going to be such a high percentage of people. If I wasn't if I wasn't already getting an Xbox in addition, because I'm not an Xbox guy, I have them to play the exclusives, right? Yeah. So taking Bethesda, and I'm not a huge Bethesda fan, but I think you will see so many people not only subscribing to Game Pass because of those games, you know, being on there, but I do think you see people buying a lot of Xboxes. But I'm also in the camp of I see it going either way. You know, I see it like with what you're saying, I see them just putting the software out there. I also see them just saying, Hey, we spent almost 8 billion, you know, we spent $7.5 billion on this and we want to own it. I
0: mean, that's just kind of where I'm in. Almost 8 billion is correct. You, I with say saying
3: that. though, like, oh, the goal is to like, I, I get what you're doing both sides thing because I kind of gr- agree with that. I could see it doing either way, but I lean one way, just like you lean one way as well. Sure, yeah. Um, but if think about it, if the goal is to get the PlayStation people who love Bethesda to buy an Xbox, right? They're losing money on that, so why not just have Sony lose the take the uh, the loss on the hardware, and still get all the profit for, profit from everything? <laughs> No matter what, like if to me I go, oh, I have a PC, I could just play on my PC. Or if, um, you know, like you were saying, we're going to see on Chromecast, like they're announcing a new Chromecast at the end of this month. Um, I'm sure there's going to be Xbox game pass on that. I'm sure there's going to be Xbox game pass on, like you said, all the new smart uh, TVs coming out next year. You are going to have access to these games and the people who are doing that don't really care about the power or the hardware. They just want to play the games, right? Totally. People like us, we want, we care about the hardware. We want, you know, the 4k, we want uh, 120 frames per second. Um, but the general audience doesn't. So in, at the end of the day, they're still making money if you buy it on playstation they're making money you buy it and they, they don't want you to buy necessarily to buy the xbox because th- they're going to be losing money on it and if you're I, i'm interested to see how this plays out for microsoft because i don't know how this sustains in terms do you of think
2: model. do you think that just as a you know just as a as a general thing we just talked about you know um microsoft's excessive cap space right do you see them losing money on something like the Series S, which is arguably a pile of scraps?
3: I think they are.
2: <laughs> it depends. They're, they're... <laughs> That's the thing. It's not. You get what I'm saying. Tony Stark made this in a cave. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I you get. You get what I'm saying. I mean, it, It's it's a very it's a it's a it's a beautiful machine. It's optimized to do what it needs to do. I'm just saying. I think you you kind of are picking up what I'm trying to lay down. You know what Um, I mean.
3: and, And that what's funny is I prefer the exclusive model. I would hope that they would make them exclusive. I like that model. I like that kind of competition. I think that's totally awesome. Right. Um, so me personally, I prefer the other way. I like the old school Sony way of thinking, but the way that Xbox is doing things is just like, I'm in, I'm interested see in how it turns out and the way that they're doing things, I can't see them making it hundred percent exclusive.
2: Yeah. And I think with all the different things we're talking about too, we have totally hijacked this podcast, Mike. It's the greatest yeah, thing ever. Yeah, I've ever yeah. done. It Sorry. But <laughs> really fast, just my last thing, I think no matter what situation they find themselves in with Xbox, <laughs> They're gonna make handover fist either way. Because at this point, they have solidified six months ago. You tell me Game Pass is the future of gaming. I say, We'll see EA play, Bethesda, they're announcing more acquisitions. That model is the future of gaming. So no matter what, Xbox is going to make handover fist with whatever decision they're going to go with.
3: XCloud, man. Like they out outsta- they did exactly what I was saying Stadia needed to do. That's what's crazy about yep. this. And Stadia is faltering and is like I said, I think I said twenty twenty
0: three. They're gonna yeah. Google, I never heard of it. It's gonna be
3: close, I bet you anything they're gonna shut that down. It's Google sounds about right.
0: Uh I would say
3: <laughs> Google likes the they have money. They they like to try to things. Remember they how just like, let,
2: they like yeah they like to let their stuff slowly
1: bleed out. Yeah, until, yeah.
3: Google stayed around for a while. Twenty yeah. twenty.
1: twenty three they'll give it a good, a good okay. two, three years to uh, try. Okay, listen up boys. Listen up,
0: boys. George and I are going to get a turn to talk, okay? I'm not, by any means, downgrading what you said. The conversation you two just had was actually insanely brilliant and in exactly why I wanted you both on here. George, though, I want your thoughts. You already gave
1: my thoughts I
0: already gave my thoughts.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: here's what I think. Starfield? Wait, Starfield? Right, Starfield? I'm not are you
1: having a stro- right? Are you having a stroke again? Yeah, Starfield. You got
2: it right, Anthony.
0: <laughs> no, the left side of my face will be going down. Uh, Starfield, 100%. Xbox exclusive. Everything else? All systems. That's what I'm saying. I think All there are some things go. that are
3: going to be exclusive to the Xbox. They're smaller games. Brand,
0: brand new IP from Bethesda. Totally. Xbox exclusive. Not brand new IP. Skyrim, Fallout, you know, uh, of that. Kind is going to be all systems. Listen, Bethesda still has to make money. <laughs> like, they really still they have to make money. And <laughs> if they Microsoft. make more money off of uh, off of publishing their games on everywhere, why wouldn't Microsoft be like, no, no, you don't make us more money. You only make us money on Xbox? Like, that'd be the silliest thing. It'd be, it'd be like me being like, going to my kids and be like, I bought oh, all these man. milk cartons. Only sell it to fourth graders. Don't sell it to the third, second, and sixth graders, you idiot. No. Uh, only fourth graders. That's good. You know, like, like it would, it would just be so silly. But if I said, Hey, I have this new strawberry pearl milk. Now you could only sell it to fourth graders because it's new. Okay. Well, that makes sense, so, which means star filled. Makes for per- I like <laughs> a gonna- lie, Your I boy like is a little buzzed, but that doesn't mean anything. Okay, I don't want your <laughs> argument, I just want you to know that I think Starfield is it gonna be sense. an Xbox. Exclusive. I really, like that album, I really though. do. You
2: had me I really it there. It was, it was compelling, it was great. Like, I, I, I was into it.
0: I, I will Starfield be an Xbox exclusive, probably not. <laughs> I really honestly think Xbox just owns. To own them. But Xbox gets a cut, right? Xbox gets a cut, right? Microsoft, sorry. Microsoft gets a cut regardless, right? They own the studio. $7.5 billion. You're telling me that regardless of where they sell their games, they don't get a cut of that profit? Now, wouldn't it be in Microsoft's best interest to just say, sell it wherever you want to sell it? We get a cut. We're getting 10%, 20%. Whatever when off their the top, goal, we're getting money, when their goal is not hardware, one hundred percent. That's what I, I've been saying. <laughs> exactly, but if they did want to sell hardware, if they did say, "Hey, we want to win this next generation," Starfield, Xbox exclusive. If they want more money, Starfield. Yeah, I think.
2: I think one thing too, like, right? right? You really like Starfield, huh? We don't know anything. We don't know anything about it.
0: I think, it's, uh, I think it's gonna be. Yeah, I heard you the Skyrim
3: in like of space ninety times in the last like three minutes.
0: Skyrim of space. I want to say Fusto-Ra <laughs> at your stars. You know what I'm saying? I want to say Fusto-Ra on the moon. Fustorah. That's right. Hey, you moon orcs, take, take it. it. <laughs> Fusto
2: I think also too, like, you know. The, the 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 a narrative that I've I've just kind of seen across the internet, you know, Xbox is very much improve it mode right now. It's like they're saying all these great things, but if you take a look at Xbox's history, they've also said, yeah, this is gonna be great. We're gonna do all this great stuff, and then they completely myth it, you know? And we've seen that time and time again. So we're seeing them make all these great moves. It also boils down to a couple of big things too, in that you have this, you have the publisher. Go take a gander at Bethesda's Metacritic for the past four or five years. They their their games are okay. And that's yeah. what I was saying earlier. Like Xbox buying them, it would make sense for Starfield to be an absolute banger and to be exclusive only. Like that would make a lot of sense. I want to see Bethesda start making quality games across the board and you know, like get over. Like I want the Todd, the Todd Howard memes need to go away. Like, I don't want to see those anymore. I want to I want to get past those days because okay. I love Skyrim.
0: Their games, their games are too ambitious, too big to be able to properly test beta test, uh, test for bugs. Like every fall, you game. know, like I, Skyrim, for example. I had Skyrim on PS3 to a point where anytime I touched water, the game would freeze. The fix was to delete the game, not your save, delete the game, re-download it. You tried playing it, it on the fine. iPod. No, no. <laughs> Well,
1: <laughs>
0: I, I played Brick Breaker on the original iPad. Yeah, that's right. I'm 36, 37 years old. Even I'm 37 years friends. old. What are you talking Late about? 30s. I'm just saying, Bethesda will always have buggy games. It's just the way that works. Now, what games will be exclusive? What won't? If Microsoft wants money. None. If Microsoft wants to sell units, Starfield.
3: No, all of them. They would make. They would make all of them exclusive.
0: No, Starfield would sell no. units because it it is a brand exactly. new so IP. I mean. It is it is Skyrim in space. You want to sell Xboxes? Guess what? Xbox Series X, not Xbox One X. Seven hundred and seventeen percent sells plus. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Hey, mom, this is the Xbox (laughs) I wanted. Anyways, uh, like that's how you sell units. You take this brand new IP that they've been pimping out since what? We're in 2020, 2018? 2018 was when that that popped out? Or was it 2019? It was 2018. They said, hey, Starfield, woo. Welcome to the
3: Dad's Beards Nerds uh, Starfield podcast, everybody. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Anyways, I'm just saying, like I honestly think if they want to sell units, Starfield is a I Xbox f- exclusive. If they want to make money, Starfield is a all console. If th- you know, they know. want to sell
3: units, they make you know. Starfield an exclusive.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> all,
1: right, all right, all
0: right. This is <laughs> this is devolving because I am slightly like buzzed but it inebriated, but We're we're, going to take it to this. Listen, I want to say, first and foremost, thank you to Gabe. Thank you to Cheeks, to coming on, hanging out, talking shop, being (laughs) twins, separated at birth.
1: Same mom, different dads. You know what I'm saying?
0: I I, I just want to say thank you to you guys. Like, two... Two gentlemen from the internet that I respect their opinions and actually legitimately look at their tweets consistently, not only when it pops up on my feed, but will actually look up your actual Twitter names on Twitter oh. and go look at your feed. So I want to say thank you to the both of you for coming on. And then I want to say this first off, Gabe, where can people yeah, find so you? So
2: you can find me at the Wannabe Critic on YouTube, but if you go to any podcast service, um, literally type in wannabe critic productions and you'll have several podcasts at your disposal we have game club the wannabe critic podcast we even have i I, you know i even produce a uh, a local business owners uh podcast about beauty and biz she's natty and she is very knowledgeable about skincare routines so there you go
0: natural ice i just want to say thank you
3: uh both anthony and george for having me on i appreciate it uh you can follow me at cheeks underscore jr on twitter you can follow everything i do at youtube.com forward slash play everything. Uh, podcasts right now galore. A uh, little bit of rut, but we got good stuff that we have. Invite onlys, our uh, weekly nerdy news show Exact um, posts when? Tuesdays. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. And then uh, Tech Fever, which is my podcast hosted by me and Kevin Quello from Kind of Funny. That posts every Thursday, 10 a.m. Check that out if you're into the tech world.
0: Hell yeah. All right, everyone. Let's hop into that sweet, nasty outro. George,
1: Maybe you want the outro? Throw it in my
0: lap. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna throw. It. No, no, no. I mean, do you, do, do you I want to hear, hear it? the outro? You want to get a kiss? As always, if you like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our anchor page at fm or fm yeah fm slash This dot, is dot, a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> anyways if you want to find us on social media jazz nerds and if you want to be part of our ever-growing discord community find the link in our twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release that's Dazbeard's nerds find george g hioko g-h-i-o-c-o on twitter and that guy underscore george 1337 on insta you're gonna find me at all social medias at Dabba plays and then tommy Nightwing 593 Nightwing 5930 Anyways, everybody, thank you so much for coming by. This has been Dads, British Nerds, episode 79. Have a good night. Everybody have a good night.